Hey, what is up, everybody? Hello? Nice. Blake, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Ah, yeah. You sound, sound doing good. good? You sound pretty good. That's perfect. All right, sweet. Well, uh, to everyone listening, uh, this is actually... Blake, you can go ahead and, con- and make sure, um, for the time being, the only uh, name I came up with for this particular podcast was the M&B uh, Sports Take Podcast. Uh couldn't think of anything awesome. cool. That's a that's a working title, everyone. Yeah. Don't don't take that to heart. No. So that's just that's that's our working title. We've got it for now. Um, uh, but yeah. So anyway, so this is this is our inaugural podcast, our sports podcast. Um, we're trying something new. Um, I myself, uh, Micah Swanberg. Um, if you've listened to the Trio podcast in the past, you're used to my voice. Uh, Blake, you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Blake. I was also a part of the trio podcast. Um, it was, it was a good time, but it lacked direction and a core motive behind it. So we're going to give this whole sports thing a shot and see how that goes. Yes, exactly. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to give some, uh, topics out there and some, uh, some discussion, uh, hot takes, hot takes, lots Lots of hot takes. Lots of hot takes um, that hopefully keep you guys interested. We'll be primarily focusing on the NFL and the NBA um, because they are the hottest sports in in America right now. Um, yep. You know, it's it's hard for us to get interested in either the NHL or or soccer. Um, and the Major League Baseball season just ended, so we're sticking with the NFL and the NBA. Yep. All right, well, uh, to just jump into it, uh, hopefully we'll be doing these, uh, you know, somewhat regularly uh, on Sundays. Uh, And so since Sunday, Sunday is just kind of known as football day. Um, The NBA is active on Sundays, but it's mainly a football day. So um, I was just going to quickly run us through some scores of the day just to keep people up. And then we'll jump into a couple of the bigger headlines. Uh, How does that sound to you, Blake? Sounds perfect. Give us the rundown, Mike. Sweet. So, uh, just to give you guys a quick rundown, we had Pittsburgh beating Baltimore. We had Chicago beating Buffalo, blowing out Buffalo. Uh, Carolina outscored Tampa Bay. Uh, that was a high-scoring game. Uh, Kansas City beat Cleveland. Uh, the New York Jets lost to Miami. I, I got out of order there. Excuse me. Uh, that was a low-scoring game. Uh, Minnesota beat Detroit. Uh, Atlanta fairly easily beat Washington. Uh, Houston won in a thriller against Denver. Um, dumb, dumb. <laughs> the Chargers beat the Seahawks. Uh, the Saints with the upset on the undefeated, or formerly undefeated Rams, and uh, then Sunday night's game, uh, New England beat Green Bay by uh, two touchdowns. So, um, Blake, wh- which which game jumps out to you? Which I know you, I know one of those games was pretty tough for you to uh, for you to stomach. Uh, you know what? Do you yeah. Want to do? I'll I'll give my weekly recap of the Broncos' performance. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't had much to say about the Broncos since the first couple weeks of the damn season because they've been playing like garbage. But uh, actually, I I recant that statement. They haven't been playing like garbage outside of losses to the Jets. Okay, that That's that loss was rough. But we've lost to. Kansas City twice and St. Louis, but uh, well, LA now, but by a combined like 13 points. So none of those losses are all that bad. No. Especially this one wasn't all that bad. It's just Brandon McManus couldn't kick a 50 yard field goal. And I mean, it's a 50 yard field goal. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to hang the dude out to dry, but I attribute this loss mostly to Case Keenum missing a couple of key throws, mm-hmm. um, the inability for our run game to get going, and a little bit of a struggle to contain Deshaun Watson, especially in the first half. The first half wasn't all that pretty. Those mobile quarterbacks can get you. It's incredibly annoying. It's uh, probably my least favorite aspect of football is when quarterbacks can move outside of the pocket. (laughs) I think it's dumb and should be illegal. But uh, That's a hot take. It is a hot take. Let's outlaw mobile quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, do you hear me? I'm (laughs) coming for you, bro. Anyways, yeah, this loss wasn't, like, terrible, but it basically spells the end of our season. Like, we would have had to win out to have any shot at the playoffs, so now we're just looking at draft picks. Oh, you think you will uh, tankish, or you think that your team is just kind of going to be a middle of the road? Like, I think, we'll, you know. I, think, I think we'll just be middle of the road. I feel like it's kind of hard to tank with Vaughn Miller on your team. True. Yes. And Bradley Chubb is playing out of this world. I oh, think our defense yeah. is still fine. It's just we need to work out some major kinks on offense. Yeah, fair enough. And maybe fire Vance Joseph. I don't know. Yeah. I like I like him, but I mean he's not really taking us anywhere. Did you okay the trade of Demarius? How'd you feel about oh, that? Well, Demarius was my favorite Bronco. I loved that guy. I would have I never would have wanted to see him go. He's like the first player I remember watching growing up. Right. It hurt. Yeah, well, he got a victory today against the you guys. Can you believe that we got a fourth round pick for that when Amari Cooper went for a first round? Uh, no, I was very surprised and I was kind of pissed because the teams are in my division. Dude, I could go out and play as well as Amari Cooper has been playing the past couple years. <laughs> like you That's could, you could give me, you could give me a set of pads and I could play as well as Amari Cooper has played. All right, you hear that, Amari Cooper? Blake's coming for your job. It's crazy, man. How did how did they get a first round pick? I mean, I guess it's Dallas, and Dallas has literally no clue what they're doing. Yeah. But it's frustrating. Are there any games you would like to highlight, Micah? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think an easy, like, an easy go-to is just kind of the New Orleans beating L.A. Um, like, that's just – not necessarily it – wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like a, like a big pick. I mean, New Orleans is clearly a very talented team. So I don't think L.A. should have been expected to run away with it or anything. But um, just the, the fact that they won – kind of reshapes the landscape of the NFC uh, with New Orleans now looking to try and steal that one seed away from them because now they're both, I think, 8-1. and one or uh, They both have one loss. I don't know who's had their bye week yet. but uh, I think the Saints had a bye week. Yeah, so they're probably like 7-1. and one, But, you know, so now that loss, though, really plays a big role in kind of um, in how the uh, playoffs will shake out because if the road to the Super Bowl goes through the Superdome, that's a huge advantage to New Orleans. Uh because, you know, Dome teams, they like to play at home, obviously. Um, yep. They don't necessarily want to go um, on the road. But, uh, yeah, the NFC is actually looking – it's shaping up pretty crazy. You know, there's a lot of teams that are doing surprisingly well. I mean, in, like, especially I think the Panthers. I did not expect them to do well. I don't know what you expected out of them. The Panthers are dirty, man. Cam Newton's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, that's actually – he's – yeah, he's – he's. He, I, you think he's an MVP candidate? Uh – Okay, my pick for MVP right now is Todd Gurley because he should have won it last year, and I'm still really pissed about it. But I think him and Patrick Mahomes are in a league of their own right now, mm. and then there's a list of them after that. But unless they both start to regress in any way, I don't think anyone will come close to them. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of one of those years where 
if you're not in like the top two, you're not going to really get the notoriety you need. So not at all. Cam might end up with MVP numbers, but he's probably just not going to get the kind of attention he needs. Kind of like LeBron, but not not that Cam plays like LeBron all the time, but LeBron puts up solid numbers all the time. But and he's know, not going to win MVP every year. Yeah, yeah. So that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, you know, last big game I guess we can talk about is uh, New England beating Green Bay. Um, not necessarily a surprise either. Uh, Green Bay, you know, they're three, four, and one now. I think. Uh, yeah, they're not necessarily a great team. Uh, showdown of the two goats, as like a lot of people like to market it. Uh, this up uh, this last week, um, going into the game, obviously two of the best quarterbacks, uh, probably to play the game. Um, you know, uh, Tom Brady, I guess, outdueled him. Uh, there were some questionable calls, but overall, I always very, think very questionable calls. Yeah, I always think if you win by two touchdowns, then it like it kind of makes the whole like bad penalty calling a little bit of a moot point. Um, like if it's if you lose by three and there were some, a lot of horrible calls, then it's one thing. But I don't know. Just watching yeah. the game, I was like, New England probably should have won anyway. That game was like that game was really close. I I, I had I was thinking Green Bay was going to win until um, their running back fumbled the ball. That fumble was yeah. yeah. That fumble changed the entire game. I think absolutely, absolutely. And there was an early. I think before before that, New England had it on like the one yard line, and they they turned it over on fourth down and yeah. I thought that was going to be the turning point. I thought green Bay was going to then kind of win the game probably because they had the momentum, but then they fumbled it a couple drives later, I think. So that was, that was something Aaron Rodgers is going to get used to, or if he's not already used to it, green Bay's just kind of good at letting him down. Yeah. Green, half of their defense got hurt tonight too. Yeah, that was too. rough. And, or ejected. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, not good for him. Uh, you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith came out. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, he came out and said that he had a hot take, and I'd like to get your hot take on his hot take. Um, he said that Aaron Rodgers should demand a trade at the end of the season. Uh, I mean, they haven't they haven't surrounded him with talent in years. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it'd be unjustified for him to want out of Green Bay. Do you think it could he could use it just as kind of a ploy to make them like try and spend money in free agency or something? Like, hey, I want out of here, but you know, kind of just as a he doesn't actually want out, but he just wants to kind of force their hand to use maybe more assets, make some trades that they ne- wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing. I mean, the guy's thirty four. I don't think he's necessarily slowing down. Like, I think he still has some good years left in him. So I don't think he's a bad investment right now in the NFL. No, I think he's still got three or four years of being like the top quarterback in the league. Yeah. But I mean that that clock when it when that clock runs out, it runs out fast. Yes, it's true. If you look at Peyton Manning's last year, that was that was painful to watch. Brett Favre. Eventually, it'll hit Tom. I'm sure. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> That's kind of sad. I just I cannot stand the Patriots fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. So, uh, I mean, we talked. Who's about your pick? Who, who's, who, who's your pick to win the NFC and the AFC? Um, I would probably say, um, I'd probably say the Rams will still come out with the one seed in the in the uh, NFC. Um, okay. And then, without looking at schedules, I kind of forget who they who they have remaining, um, but. You know what? Actually, I really want to double check that because I just it would be I think I'm going to have to go with the Pats. And I, I know the Chiefs are so high powered, but I just 
the fact that the Pats are in the AFC East, I just want to lean towards them uh, snagging that. I feel like the Chiefs will lose one more time. The Patriots might win out, and then they'll have the tiebreaker on because the Patriots beat the Chiefs. So I think they might be able to snag it from them. Ooh, hot take, bro. You yeah. think Cleveland will still win? What do you think? Um, that's a that's a great question. I I would say Kansas City, but they're known for absolutely collapsing at the end of the season. Yes, that is also true. It happens every year, and so I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Actually, ooh, okay. I really don't like the Chargers, but because they play their next game's Seattle. Which I'll I'll pick them to win. They should win at Oakland. Um, I think they'll split their games with Denver. I think they lose the one at Mile High, and right. then they should beat pretty much everyone else in their schedule. Did they play the Chiefs again? Did you say they played? They, 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 they play the Chiefs one more time. All right. So you're counting on the Chiefs losing one more time outside of that loss to the Chargers. Then yes. Yes. Okay. So they're, they're, they're you think that you think they can go thirteen and three? I, I do, yes. That's wow, that'd be a great season for LA Charger fans. They're pretty dirty, bro. I hate them, but they're dirty. The AFC West, it would be tough to get a. You'd have to, man. It's gonna be tough because one of them's definitely gonna be a wild card. So the five seed is pretty much already locked up, like in theory, because it's either gonna be the Chargers or the Chiefs. Yeah. And so then it'll all come down to who gets the six seed. Um which will probably be like the Ravens or something. Actually, the Ravens aren't very – the Dolphins. Oh, no, the Bengals would actually have it right now. So, good for the Bengals. <laughs> They've been playing decent. Yeah, they're, they're all right. I still think they're like – they're always suspect, especially come playoff time. They have even worse. Like, they haven't won a, they haven't won a playoff game in years. Um, yeah, they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. No. And we're back. Nice. All right. So to quickly explain to our listeners um, what happened, uh, Anchor's kind of weird and different since the last time we used it. And it cuts us off at 15 minutes exactly. And apparently we're supposed to be clever about how we like make our segments and stuff and make them flow smoothly. Uh, we did not know that, nor are we smooth or clever. So we just kind of ran it... to that 15-minute wall. It's dumb. Anchor is no longer our sponsor. <laughs> no, we're, they're done. But uh, so yeah, so I honestly have no idea what I think. I think the last word that probably came out of your mouth was Chargers, and then like it probably cut out. So, yeah, I think we were talking about who was going to win each conference. I, so uh, sorry about it cut out the Chargers. What about NFC? Did we talk about that? I don't think we did. I said I was picking the Rams. Oh, I think I'm also going to pick the Rams because they're easily the best team in the league. So yeah, they're, they they are built to win now. That was kind of it seems their main strategy. So yep. Yeah, I also invited our. I I sent another. I sent a link to our guest. So if he oh. randomly pops in, 
uh, we'll just roll with it. But if you we'll, be re- we'll be ready for it. <laughs> anyway, so that, since this is technically our second segment of the episode, um, this will be our NBA side of things. Um, next time when we're more fluid with things, obviously we'll try and get to more uh, detailed stuff with the NFL. But uh, we'll move on for now uh, onto the NBA. Um, and uh, just we'll just, you know, talk some quick points with that. Um, the one thing I think I would like to start off with is um, the uh, what, what originated as an absolute drubbing um, turned into a 14-point victory, which I think is still pretty comfortable. Uh, the Raptors, they beat the Lakers today. Um, I thought this was going to be a good test for the Lakers to see what they were kind of their moxie, what they're made of. Um, and then they're, they're, bad. Down, like, they're, they're bad. They're bad. They were down 31 in the first quarter. Um, it was like 22 at the half. Uh, they got it to within 12, maybe 10 at one point in the fourth. Uh, but then, yeah, they ended up losing by 14. Uh, what do you make? What do you make of the Lakers situation? I think they're not. <laughs> Their team is built so weird. Why would you build a team like that? It's so dumb. Uh, do you want to go into detail as to how weird they built it? What, what do you think so... is weird about it? Pretty much all of LeBron's championship teams, even you could even make the argument the ones in Miami have been LeBron, and then you surround him with shooters. You can make the argument that that's not true in Miami with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, but even outside of that, they had Ray Allen, Shane Shane Battier, Mike Miller, Miller, yeah. So, like, I don't understand why they wouldn't take that formula and translate it over. Because in Cleveland, you had, like, J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver, Kyrie Irving, like – Surrounding with LeBron with shooters has been a formula that works. And then you take him and you put him in L.A. where you have Brandon Ingram, who's probably the most inconsistent player in the entire league. Like, everyone thinks he's going to be a star, and then he only averages, like, 18 a game. Yeah. Um, Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson, they were two of the biggest wild cards in the entire league. They're either going to, like, dominate the game or score two points and do nothing. Right. Lonzo has actually been playing well. I'll say good things about Lonzo. Lonzo, his shooting percentage is up. Um, he's probably the best defender on the team right now. And JaVale's been playing well. But even then, the team is just... It doesn't seem to mesh at all. Mm-hmm. There seems to be, like, no camaraderie or... I don't know. Especially because tonight the Raptors didn't even... They didn't even have Kawhi Leonard. They sat him. He didn't play. Oh, dang. Yeah. So they dominated <laughs> without him. That is too bad. That is another not another point. point I'd like to make right now. Kyle Lowry is the best point guard in the East right now. Changed my freaking mind. Um, I'm trying to think of like a quick one. Uh, tonight he had 18 points and 16 plus assists. I didn't even check after the fourth quarter. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess early on in the season. I mean, they're they're nine and one. They're playing very well. So yeah, this season you could very well easily make the argument that right now. Right now, he's the best. Do you think by the end of the season, people will be saying he's the best point guard in the East? No, absolutely not. Okay. I think it'll be uh, Kyrie Irving, yeah. Ben Simmons. Okay. Yes. So yeah, if that's if that's the way we're looking at it, then yes, I would probably agree. Um, nice. The Raptors are playing quite. They're playing very well. Um, another player that's playing very well, um, uh, and the Bucks. The Bucks blew out the Kings, one forty four to one hundred nine. Gianna- Did you see that dunk, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? Oh. Player? I Akosis Kufus, I think. Yikes, yeah. Yeah, a rip. Yeah. Giannis with the triple double. Um is you know, where do you put Giannis in your like your top players of the league? Uh, dang, dude. Like do you mean right now? Yeah. 
right now he's top five pretty easily to me. Okay. He's playing out. The only people I could argue, you could argue putting above him right now would probably be Steph Curry because he's crazy right now. Right. And outside of that, I don't know if there's like a surefire pick you can look and say this person's playing better than Giannis right now. Maybe yeah. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Maybe Kawhi Leonard, but the list isn't very long. Anthony, yeah. And the thing about, I mean, Giannis and Anthony Davis, they're they're very, I think they're very similar um, uh, in their kind of the way they can dominate a game. But, you know, Davis at least worked on his jumper, has a jump shot. Giannis, yep. he's doing this all without a jump shot. Giannis <laughs> no jump he shot. sucks at shooting, and yet he is still putting up these ridiculous numbers. Um, and honestly, like, he is the main force behind why the Bucks are 8-1 and one and doing, you know, so well. He's surrounded by, you know, talented players, you know, but not necessarily any household. Like, you know, Chris Middleton, talented player, but no one really talks about him, you know, so. Yeah, he's underrated. Certainly, but yeah, and so you know, they're but they're not, and especially being in Milwaukee, they're not going to get their kind of just due. Um, so you know, like I, I always feel like the Wizards get way more attention throughout a season, um, because they're expected to be good and they like disappoint every single year. I, the Wizards, I can't stand the way the Wizards team is, they all just like talk shit about each other constantly. They never, they like never defend them like each other on the team, and it's just garbage. Right. And then they added Dwight Howard to that, which is you know he's a, he's a guy he's a cohesive locker room member. Okay. Oh, absolutely, always gels in the locker room. People together. Yeah. Uh, kind of another oddball this season has been the Sixers, the 76ers. They make no sense to me. They're six and five right now. And some games, I'm like, okay, they're they're gonna be good. They're gonna be a top like three seed, top four seed. And then yeah. they just lost to the Nets tonight, and they have blown out, they dude. Got blown out by the Nets. And they haven't won a road game yet. Oh. They're only five on the road. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I guess you know. Conversely, they're undefeated at home. They had twenty plus turnovers. That is not today. Good. Yeah, twenty eight to be exact. And the Nets scored That's thirty insane. points off of that. So, that's... Ben Simmons had 11 turnovers the other night against the Raptors, too. <sighs> ben Simmons, what an enigma. Sometimes I hate that guy. And I'm just... He's a... He plays so erratically. Yeah. Like, people want him to be the next, like, the second coming of LeBron. And he's just, he's not. He would need a jump shot to do that. And yeah, he well, and he's not the physical force. He's not the physical force. Of the... There is no second coming of LeBron because, like, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> Hey, dude, Zion Williamson's coming soon. Yeah, well, let's see how he does at Duke first, and then we'll go from there. Oh man, I think I'll do. I think I'll do all right. All right, we'll we'll check in once this. You know, four or five months from now, this podcast will be doing a March Madness bracket, and we'll see how far we're taking Duke. All right. That, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That would be. Shout um, out to our friend at Duke University. Oh yeah, shout out to our friend at Duke University. That's nice. You know who you are. We will not name you. No, no names. This is not a personalized podcast. So no. We will not be making too many of those types of shout outs. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing that happened tonight is the Trailblazers blew out the Timberwolves. Um, the Timberwolves are so bad. The T-Wolves, so the T-Wolves played pretty closely, the Warriors, up until the fourth quarter, like later into the fourth quarter. Uh, and yet, like, then they get blown out. And I'm just, like, the whole Jimmy Butler saga is 
astounding to me on how they keep him on the team. But like, he so clearly does not want to be there. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know know why they didn't take that deal the Rockets offered them. The Rockets offered them four first round picks. That is pretty crazy. And Brandon Knight and um, Marquise Chris. Like, that's a crazy package. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they didn't take the Heat steal. Of what? I don't even remember who we offered. (laughs) Probably three bench caliber players. Justice Winslow is a up and coming superstar. Up like a superstar, man. I don't know about that. And the All-American Tyler Johnson. <laughs> yeah. So when are you guys gonna saw Whiteside? Because he either he either grabs seventeen boards and blocks ten shots, or, or he scores zero points and does none of that. Yes. Um. I wish we traded him. Maybe we should have. I would have been more than happy to include him. And in well, actually, they wouldn't have wanted Hassan. The T Wolves would not have wanted Hassan. Yeah, no, that would have compounded Carl Anthony Towns' issues even but more. I'd be, I'd be happy to ship him out of out of Miami. I don't think he's not very helpful to our system. We don't really use him at all. Our offense. You guys are in a weird spot. Yes, because like you're we're not building, but we're not. Yeah, you're not bad enough to lose enough to like get a lottery pick. Yeah, but it's, it's literally like... purgatory. We are in the worst place we could possibly be. And that sucks. That's my least favorite like thing about sports is you can be an average team and that's arguably the worst kind of team you can be. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, and I mean, you can tell me from your perspective, but I feel like the Nuggets have been kind of that the years, like the last like four, maybe like four years ago. I feel like they've just kind of been, they've been a, like either a low playoff seed or like on the cusp of making the playoffs. And then it's just kind of like once the season's over, it's like, Oh, well we can't draft anyone super good. That's true. We have lately. We have been making actually like good draft picks though, and I'm impressed with that. Yeah, Michael Porter like, Jr. Jamal Murray was a great pickup late in the round. I can't believe he fell to like seven or eight wherever we picked him up. He's he looks like he's gonna live up to it, or will and live up to where he should have been drafted. Gary Harris, actually, I don't think we drafted Gary, but we picked him up draft night. Um. I'll admit that trading Donovan Mitchell was a mistake, but what you guys had, you guys traded Donovan Mitchell? We drafted him, yeah, and then traded his draft rights. Oof. Yeah, For but I mean, uh, Trey Lyles and someone else, and I mean Trey Lyles is a he fits our system really well, but obviously I would have rather had Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a pretty solid talent so far, and Michael Porter Jr. That's I hope that ends up being a really good pick. Yeah, just got to get that back under control. That's true. And I mean, I mean, we're doing fine without him. We're playing really good basketball. I, I'm astounded. Right. Um, let me go uh, quick. So that, I mean, that's a nice little NBA segment for you guys. Um, I just realized, like, we quickly ran out of time in this 15-minute uh, segment as well. I don't know if you – do you have your clock? Do you, do you have a clock on yours, on your phone screen? Yes, it's at twelve thirty. Yeah, flew by. Absolutely flew by. Um, so uh, I was just going to jump into some quick picks. So this is going to be a segment we do at the end of a cast where we look at the upcoming NFL schedule and we pick three games and we try and make our best pick or we pick them and we keep track of how we do throughout the rest of the season. At least, um, kind of weird that we're you know, that we're starting this cast in the middle of the season, but it is what it is. So uh, the three games that were 
uh, selected this week by my random generator thing. Uh, so who you got in this game? The Hawks and, and are at the Rams. Blake, who you got? I'm obviously going to pick St. Louis in this scenario. Okay, that's cool. Um, and then another game that we've got is New Orleans is at Cincinnati. See, that's a bit tougher to pick. Yes. Because Cincinnati is pretty good, especially defensively. But I think I'm still going to pick New Orleans. Drew Brees is playing out of his mind. Alvin Kamara just scored three touchdowns and a half. All right. I've agreed. I agree. By the way, for people listening, I agree with both those picks. I will also take the Rams and the Saints. Okay. And then the Cowboys are at the Eagles. Sunday night football. Um, that's tough, especially because the Eagles have been, they're four and four. Um, I'm still going to go Eagles because Dak Prescott like rarely throws for over 150 yards. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, ugh, it's very upsetting. It's, I, it's that, that one's tough. The Eagles certainly aren't playing up to their potential, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys just cause I, I kind of want to see them win. Um, hot take, bro. Yeah, that's my hot take uh, is I want the Cowboys to win. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Um, and you know, we'll see who comes out on top. Um, anyway, so yeah, so, uh, thank you for tuning in once we hopefully get this all up and loaded and calibrated. Um, next week will be more, uh, succinct is if that's a word, is that a word? Yes. Um, nice. Uh, so yeah, so please, uh, give us your feedback. Obviously we're going to try and do better next week. Uh, cause we're just still trying to figure out how anchor fix, you know, does their stupid thing. Uh, but yeah, so Blake, say goodbye in the last 10 seconds. Uh, let us know if you have any suggestions. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Blake. Sex before marriage is disgusting. Thank you. I right, see ya.